And we're going. Okay, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I am very excited to have you here with me in the living room, basement, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, This podcast coming up, I am very excited to introduce this next guest. His name is Max Kirsch. Max runs the Perks Halifax account here. He grew up in Toronto. Very entrepreneurial guy, if that makes any sense. Uh, Met him this year. He's a go-getter. I'm excited to talk to him, see what he likes about the city of Halifax. He grew up in Toronto. Uh, We're going to sit down, talk to him. Matthew Dudelay is here as well. It's going to be a great podcast. Sit tight, and you know what comes next. Here we go. All right, fellas, here we go. We're going. Uh, Kirsch, welcome. Thank you. Dudes, as always, happy you're here. We've got to do an ad right away. So here we go. Uh, today's High Button Podcast is brought to you by Tyler Noseworthy. For those of you who don't know, Tyler recently decided to step away from professional hockey to start his career as an advisor with Sun Life Financial. Tyler takes pride in the fact that his new responsibility is to help individuals, families, and businesses identify their financial needs to provide protection on the things that mean the most to them. When it comes to planning for the future, it can be overwhelming and intimidating. Tyler is there to ensure that all your financial needs are taking taken into consideration by providing an expert approach to you be sure to check out tyler's business profile on facebook or you can reach out to him directly at 902-425-9191 nailed it all right let's do it what's going on not too much bro just uh had a little bit of sushi you know how i do did you where'd you go uh kodoraku as always where is that? Where is that? Uh, it's like right on Spring Garden. If you're like at the McDonald's and you cross the street, there's Primal and Cha Time. And yeah, it's like, I think it's Brenton's, Brenton Street. Talk talk a bit closer into the mic. I'm sorry. You can Brenton move it towards yeah, you. Like if you're comfortable. Forward. Yeah, no, I'm chill. Yeah, you're beautiful right is there. That cool? That's awesome. But yeah. All right, man. So, you know, to start it, I'm happy that I met you. You know, uh, Riley made the connection with me and you, but uh, between me and you, excuse me. Um, but you're a go-getter. Like you're a guy that talks, but... You you uh, you back up your words. Well, I, I, guess, I guess. And when the, in the entrepreneurial world, a lot of people think that they're entrepreneurs now, and they talk about it. But I find you deliver on a lot of things. So that's what kind of fascinates me about you. Um, so maybe talk about like the beginnings of a uh, when you realized I guess you wanted to be an entrepreneur and and, and okay. do the things you do. All right. So I mean, I've got like a. I guess it's kind of been a complicated. I mean, no, that's the story of an entrepreneur. So it's got its ups and its downs and its turnarounds. And so essentially I just signed up for the commerce degree at Dalhousie University. Okay. And I didn't entirely know what I wanted to do when I did that. I just figured getting a business background and kind of, I I can apply those skills wherever, whatever, with whoever. So I did that. And for the most, for most of the time I was in that, I was doing the accounting program and then I decided I'm going to focus more on marketing after I did my final internship in the radio station there and so I realized I could sit at a desk I could just kind of you know I could be uh, I could get the job done with accounting but I could do an unbelievable job with marketing because it's something that I found I was very passionate about so how did you find that out if you don't mind me asking yeah so uh with my internship with the radio station, it's 105.9 The Region. Okay. Um, they're in York Region, just north of Toronto. Yeah. And essentially, I started doing their social media. And through that internship, they were really trying to give me a taste of everything. So I did some sales. I did uh, some scripting for some radio ads. I did some interviews, some kind of just some radio show stuff. And I'd come up with different bits for them. And it just 
got to the point where it's like, this is me. I love doing this. I can use my creativity and I understand what has to be included from a business point of view and from a marketing point of view. Um, and so I found that that's kind of where I think I should be applying my business skills is to, is to media and to kind of, yeah, it's to radio. It's to something you enjoy. It's to something that I enjoy. And right now I'm kind of in the process of working my way into the music industry to some extent. And I'm kind of in this place where I'm figuring out to which extent that is, you know, like, what am I going to do in the music industry? I've got all these marketing skills, et cetera. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I've just kind of tried to, I'm, I will never say no. If there's a free opportunity to learn, if there's a class or something, I will, I will always, you know, if it's free, if it's not free, I'll still consider if it's yeah. worth it. If, it, if I feel I can get value out of that, yeah, then I will certainly, uh, I'll certainly do that. You know, I'll go through that class and I'll see what I can take away from it. I've gone through some crash courses and seminars and stuff that it's just like, I don't know why I'm here. I know exactly <laughs> what they're talking about and all that, but it's like, I've met good people through those. Like it's just taking every opportunity to further your education and further to, to grow yourself and mm. subsequently your businesses and your projects and everything, your network. Well, yeah. the more things you do, the more people you're going to meet is plain and simple, Exactly. you know, unless you're going to the same spot, same time, you know what I mean? At all yeah. times, which isn't the case obviously for that. Sometimes, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. with Perks Halifax, I do, I tend to go to the bars pretty often network with the bar community and with <laughs> the, uh, with the restaurant community, stuff like that. So, I mean, I, on Fridays and Saturdays and Thursdays, whatever the day may be for a good portion of the last year, I was going out most of those nights and I was networking and talking business with people. And yeah, now I've, I've <laughs> tired myself out. And it's a great time to talk to people, eh, man, when, oh, yeah. when people are drinking and stuff. Well, it's like <laughs> you get to bond and you get to really chat and it's like, this is business, but it's also, it doesn't have to be final right now. We it's can talk pressure. ideas. It's just, let's get creative. Well, well that's the know. goal. That, that? Well, that's the goal like is yeah. to be able to create business and your own personal brand I'm not, like i guess yeah personal circle, brand right? but your circle yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what i think a lot of people struggle with they they feel pressure towards it and they don't want to mix in their own uh ideas and things like that yeah. that's what I, I i struggled with that when i was younger before i started like the high button i knew i always wanted to do something like this but ever since i've started to do it business just no, uh, flows naturally i guess because yeah. i know what i'm talking about does that make sense it yeah just, for sure it feels like everything starts to happen for a reason and yeah it seems like everything that's happening is it's just supposed to be happening and it wouldn't happen any other it's like I don't know. I talk about a lot this, uh, I talk a lot about this. It's almost like a conspiracy theory or it's just a theory. Yeah. Um, where it's called synchronicity and it's like things just, it's the universe trying to tell you something. And usually what it's trying to tell you that is that you're doing something correctly. And synchronicity is when you start seeing certain people in the same place or Hmm. you run into someone that you just thought about, or you hear, you get a call from someone that you just, that you just heard, like we're just talking about Happens something like that, or you look at eleven eleven on the clock, like that is synchronicity, or and it's really interested. I'd suggest everybody look into that. You know, one thing I find happens. I don't know if this falls under that category. It's like you know, you're sitting in a car with your buddy or whatever, and you're driving down the road, and the first half of the song plays, no one says a word, and then all of a sudden, you and him or you and her start singing the exact same part at the exact same time, like almost halfway through the song, and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, why like, is, is that one of those things? Yeah, yeah. well, it's like, that's, it's, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. it's like, all the time. It's like, there's, there's a deeper connection than just, you know, than just the surf. Like there's a, there's <laughs> a deeper connection than what it seems on the surface. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's so much happening around you, whether it's with fucking particles, excuse my French. No, go ahead. It's like, 
I don't know something We're bilingual here. You know what? Honestly, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off on. A, I'm gonna go off on a tangent. Continue. Do it, man. Go ahead. Go ahead give her preach. It, well, no, I heard something nope. when I was a kid, and I don't know. It kind of made me think. It was as I was leaving a buddy of mine's house, and his older sister was waiting with me while I was like waiting for my ride, and we were just talking about emotions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she mentioned how it's very interesting. Like with everyone's talking about these vibes and these, you know, like the vibes when you Good walk vibes. in a room, someone's got a vibe. Um, but it's like, what is a vibe? Ko talked about it on another podcast recently, and uh, changed the narrative. Great podcast. Um, but essentially she kind of defined the vibe in a sense, which is like, if your brain is thinking something on a part, on a particle level, like on that, to that smallest extent, those particles are probably like, they're affected by your thoughts. You know, if your brain is thinking something, it's Mm -hmm. affecting the particles around you. So no matter what, those particles are going to, at some point in time, <laughs> affect the people around you. So it's like your thoughts have power. Your thoughts have... Your thoughts do have power. It's the like when they say negative of, energy is more contagious. Yeah, and it's it relates to the power of attraction. It relates to... I mean, it's the... Yeah, I think the power of attraction. I don't know if that, there's a movie called Law the of Secret. Attraction, isn't it? Or is of, there, yeah, the Law of Attraction. Yeah. Uh, do you ever just walk by somebody and just get like a just a bad gut feeling or something like that? I feel like that's something that... I mean, I think in everybody... In that category. When, I think when they grow up and when they go through different experiences, they're conditioned to read people in different ways. And Mm -hmm. I think that when you're going through life, you learn to do it better and more accurately because more experiences. So I think that, I mean, I'll walk through, I'll I'll walk down the street and I'll see people. I'm like, Oh, those I can tell just by their vibe that they're a friendly person. They're, they're good people. That's exactly what I mean. I can also tell some people they're just kind of stuck up there. They don't look like they got the time for conversation. And then the people that look like that, then you talk to them and then you're surprised that they weren't. Yeah. It depends. You know, <laughs> yeah. so it, people can surprise you, but I sure. mean, it's a really, it's a matter about giving those people a chance and really just being open to talk to everybody. Which is definitely a good thing for an entrepreneur. Yeah. I mean, it's something <laughs> that everyone, I find a lot of people ask me, I'm not going to say everyone, but a lot of people will ask me, it's like, yo, like, you know, so many people growing up, people would be like, oh, like, but you Max knows them. And it's like, I don't know. I, I would always speak to people at parties and yeah. I, I love meeting people. It's something I really way. find. I thrive off of like, it helps me feel better to meet more people. And I mean, having this network, it's tough. It's like, I've got a great network. How do I build something with it? Yeah. And that's the position I'm in now where it's, it's like, we can do things like these. We can chat about it. We can, we can reach out to that network and we can think of ways to help that network. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's so much that it, that can be said for building your network. I think we're when it comes to building your network when I well this is the only thing I can really relate to with the high button is like I'm not good at I'm good at some things I think I'm, I'm a good people person I'm okay with editing I'm, I'm good at some things but excuse me I feel like if you're good with one aspect of anything in life that other people with other skill sets will attract to you that's one thing that I've noticed this past two months or so mm-hmm. you know when it comes to you know talking to uh, athletes or recruiting you know I'm not the best at that but doodle is he's good with words so he's great at that for the high button with uh, Riley you know he's great at video he's great at editing he's great at that stuff I'm not really the best at that but mm-hmm. he was attracted to one my one skill set with Sheldon with the website there's so many things that makes the high button go in a circle that I could never do but yet these three guys came to me because you know I'd like to think that I'm good at what I do with the interviews and mm-hmm. things like that and that's one thing that I've noticed so far is that if you're good at one thing people will just attract to you and you can make something grow when you talk yeah. about a network especially well, if you're doing the thing that you're good at and you're not trying to be be or do something that you know you mean like I always say keep it in the toolbox so it's like 
remember the coaches used to say back in the day, if you bail hay, bail hay, if you lug water, lug water, you know what I mean? Like mm. do what you're good at and that'll work for you. You know what I mean? So that's exactly what you're doing and that's why people are attracted to you, which is what building your circle is basically is. Mm-hmm. It's something I personally, mm. it's something I wanted to talk about today. It's something I've had an issue with for the last couple of years and it's something I've really learned over the last few months that I've had this issue with. It's um, spreading yourself too thin. It's like I've been... I've been spreading myself too thin. I've been focused on so many different projects because that is with being so with my strength, being open minded and talking to people and speaking with everyone, networking with everyone. Mm -hmm. There's literally countless ideas that I'd like to follow up on. Yeah. So it's really a matter of trying to identify which of those ideas are going to help you contribute to your future and help you build something that is going to move you forward and not just be like, oh, look, I did something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I find that. I mean, the last couple, the last two years, primarily, yeah, <laughs> primarily the last year or so, but the last two years, I've really been spreading myself too thin. And it's tough to kind of realize that and step back and be like, yo, I got to just focus on this because this is going to make me enough to live. And this is going to build my credibility so I can do this with my life. And it's really a matter of identifying the goals and where you see yourself. So do you think that's been working for you? Like the fact that you haven't been spreading yourself thin, or do you, as of lately in the last few months, I've been really focusing and I'm finding the same thing as you. It's like, things are happening. I'm meeting people that I need to be meeting and I'm meeting people that are interested in what I'm interested in. They see the same vision as me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is the stuff that I really needed to happen because I've been in a bit of a rut. Like I haven't, you know, every, it's like the entrepreneur life cycle. I've seen like those graphs and it's like ups <laughs> and downs. I should never be yeah. an entrepreneur. Oh, this is great. Yeah. I hate being an entrepreneur. This is great. You know, it's like, yeah, it's. And it's those downs. It's those, if you're able to survive through those downs, like, trust me, man, there's been times where I wake up in the morning. It's like, what the fuck am I doing right now? This isn't Mm going to work. But then Mm -hmm. if you're able to battle through that and just say, okay, you know what? No, this will work. If I can, if I'm consistent at it, if I work at it, if I motivate other people, it will work. But that's the thing with most people. I think it's when you're in those downs and you're in those ruts, you know, well, it's easier just to give up at that point. You know what I mean? Than it is to, to battle on and, and go the extra mile to make something work if you believe in it. Like everyone says, you can do anything you put your mind to, right? And like, mm. realistically, like that's true. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you can but, still get to it even if you hit a few speed bumps along the way. But the thing is, you got to work towards that. Yeah. And I mean, I've found that I was telling myself I was working towards things and I'd, I'd have a list of things to do for something, but I would very, I wouldn't make it through that stuff as fast as I know I could. And it starts, it starts to let me down like I I felt I was letting myself down Mm -hmm. but it was like these projects are going nowhere it's like I'm really spreading myself too thin I've got too many tasks with too many projects that's when it comes down to building the team and reaching out and that's actually how we connected is me reaching out to Riley and being like let's chat about ways to to build this and work together and partner up that's how Riley Riley just reached out to me he messaged me I think it was one video I don't even know no we didn't even have video content it was just a podcast and he reached out to me. He was like, Hey, if you ever want to do video content, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. I was just like, Oh, wait a second. Yeah, that could yeah. work. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know. But it's putting yourself out, out there, there and it's letting people know. It's like people only know I'm on social media because I'm thinking about it daily. I'm trying to put out a post daily. It gets so difficult to think of something to put out daily, yeah. but it's like, how do girls do it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, it's like businesses, everyone like you, in order to be a presence on social media, in order to build your presence on social media, it's about consistency and, you know, it's posting daily and maintaining a brand and it's, it's a very tough thing to do. So it's very draining in addition to all the side projects. It's Mm. like, 
I also hear with the social media, there's like better times to post and stuff. And like, if you, 100%. there's like studies that show it and like, oh, if you post at this time, like, you'll get, like, obviously Monday morning, no one is probably looking at your shit. You know what I mean? Friday afternoon, you're probably getting all kinds of people scrolling. You know what I mean? That kind of, that kind of 100%. shit. I mean, analytics. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But it also depends on your brand at that rate. You mm-hmm. know, if you've got, if your following is a following of people who go out kind of, I mean, our following on Instagram for Perks Halifax is, People who go out, people right. who like to eat at restaurants, and people, you know, students. And people um, want to know what they're, what they can get before they go. It's plain and simple, thing. right? Like and so, th- you'll find, sure yeah, you'll find so. at uh, at lunchtime, and you'll find around the dinner hour, and you'll find on weekends, on Thursdays and Fridays, people are going to our page, and so we're posting more on hmm. those days because right. there's more people to see it, and if we're posting content, they're seeing that we're posting on those days. It's just. You know, it, that's yeah. it's the social media algorithm is what it comes down to. And well, like you said, it's not easy to do. No, but know? I mean, it could be easy. There's so many different tools out nowadays. Even within Instagram's own app, they've got the analytics and the insights. True. But what's what I find very interesting is that if you use those insights and you compare them to there's other apps that'll tell you the prime times to post and whatever. Mm-hmm. If you compare the ones that Instagram says to the ones that, um, you know, you just download through the app store or whatever, they're all different. So it's really a matter of trying to think about what is the most reasonable, what is the most legitimate, like what are, why, what is triggering these times? What are people doing at these times? Mm-hmm. How can I, how can I engage my audience better is yeah. what you should always be thinking. Absolutely. Stuff like that. Yeah. When it comes to actual content, did you ever find yourself at the beginning, like thinking too much about it? Yeah. And just kind of let, you didn't let go. That's what I thought recently. I, I'm thinking too much about the content we're putting out. Well, a hundred percent. Um, at the same time, it comes down to right now, I think you're in the process of really, I, I feel like we're starting to build, build the brand and you, you'd like to build it to a yeah. certain standard and mm-hmm. you, you've got to lay down your standards and you've got to kind of have your consistency schedule, you know, like you got to know what you want to be your minimum kind of post. And then if it satisfies that minimum, then fine, post it. But yeah, I mean, it's stuff like with the video editing, you can't sit and look at one thing for a whole week. It yeah. just doesn't work. Yeah. So it's like, just move on. Go You're with being your fancy. Gut. You got to just kind of yeah. get it out. Just go with your gut. And the more content, the better, in my opinion. Yeah. If people don't like it, then tell me you don't like it in the comments below. Yeah. And you got to learn from it. That's another thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. When it comes to the, you know, posting and things like this, do you learn from your mistakes? I guess is what I want to say. And then adapt and then keep moving forward. Or do you just listen to your heart? Think it's good and just go with the flow. You listen. Yeah, I think it would be real ignorant for me to just think I'm always right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that with social media and with e-commerce and with with the tools that are available to us on our phones and on our computers today, mm. you can learn. If you're not learning at least one new th- skill, one new little bit of information about something you're using daily, like Instagram or Facebook, if you're or if you're not just diving into information about how that works, it's like I don't know. It, well, it's information. You, it's you inf- need to. You need this information. Back in the day, it was who who knows how to make a fire. I need to be around that person. <laughs> now there's just more information. You need to know that information. You need yeah. to know how to do this stuff. It's just like seek it's the new seek the, further knowledge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Straight up. Well, back to the whole education thing that you were talking about. Education is power. But yeah, it's really. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can mix something you enjoy into your school routine, I can imagine that it would be a lot easier and a lot more enjoyable to do. I, I'm not speaking from experience, of course, but I have buddies who all went through school and you can see who enjoys what and who doesn't and who's just doing it just because. But if you're sitting here like, 
you know, obviously if there was like a course for video games and shit, people playing video games, then it would be a, obviously a really hot course. Mm-hmm. But people would enjoy it, so they would do better. You know what I mean? So well, it's sorry. You know, you go. Well, I, I was just going to say it's very interesting. I wanted to talk about that as well with starting perks and everything, because I I wasn't the one who started it. But when I was in my final year of university, when I realized I really got this knack for marketing and I really wanted to pursue a career in marketing, um, I spoke with my buddy who had started it the year prior and he was leaving the city and he has organized another job. So we really we figured out how we were going to make it work between the two of us. Mm -hmm. But my reason for that was I found something that I really loved doing. He had built a platform that I know I could I knew I could do lots with. And so we organized to make that happen. I spoke to him. I reached out. He reached out, ba- or you know, like we we just we spoke about it. It took a few weeks to really figure out how we were going to make this work. Mm. But it's like I was able to use my the stuff that I was learning in in school through my last year was all about marketing and social media and stuff like that. I was able to literally practice that with my own brand, and mm-hmm. s- so that's something I found was very helpful and valuable for me. Was you know, if you're in business school or in you're in any school, build a business of some sort to really practice those skills that you're learning. If you're an artist and you're, you're learning how to paint different techniques, start an Instagram page, start selling that. Mm -hmm. If you don't know how reach out to someone, I can help you. That's the world we live in today. Literally. That is it. It's everything is accessible. If you've got a creative skill, if you don't, you can do something with the internet. So it's like, just, just start searching. Like like if you were in school and they want you to do like a portfolio or a project right now on, like a broadcasting thing or something, you'd be like, okay, cool. This is a good way for me to throw the high button out there. Rate right in class. Plus I'm already doing it. Plus it's a good for a project. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think that's more or less what I got from what he was just saying. Well, you got to <laughs> love it. Like, yeah, I don't know if I'd wake up every single day and, you know, essentially dedicate my life to this business. I guess it is a business now. I wouldn't dedicate my life to it if I didn't love it. I can't say I've dedicated my life to it. It's only been a year, but (laughs) you know, I love it. I love, I love sitting. I love talking. I love entertaining. I love sports. I love food. I love everything under the sun that I love is underneath that HB logo. And if I can, you know, the, the money that I don't want to bring up money, but the first amount of money we made with the high button, which was recently wasn't a lot of money, but that was the most important amount of money I've ever made in my entire life. Maybe. And no, the fact that, uh, you know, I've made big paychecks. I've made $1,000, but it's been over a week or whatever. The fact that I made the amount of money that I made this past month through the high button is the most important amount of money I've ever made in my entire life right. because I know how to do it now. It's almost like a checkpoint. It's you know a I mean? checkpoint. I know how to make money mm. now by myself. I know that I don't have to go to a job and hand in a resume and sit down and prove to you why I can work for you. I know how to make money now. And that forever, well, but until the day I die, what's this month? June 2018? You know, most important month of my life, in my, in my opinion, because I know how to do it now. Once you learn that you can actually earn income without working for a massive corporation or yeah. without, I mean... Certainly, those are very beneficial experiences. And if you've gotten in with a corporation, then flex that work, work. Yeah. It. But it's like if you can show to yourself like you've done that you don't need someone higher than you to earn a living and to to love life. Yeah. It's like you're doing something you love and you're able to slowly produce an income off of it. Yeah. So why wouldn't you continue doing that to have something that within the next three to five years is it's going to be something that not only, exactly. you know, like everybody can benefit from it. Everybody being on it. It's a platform. It's an, it's yeah. It's like, yeah, I certainly wouldn't be driving half hour almost every day if I didn't love it either. You know this guy's I mean? dedicated. Like, that's, that's, I, I believe it. 
Don't I even. Believe. It's not even about anything. I, I just. I, I'm the same. I like to be. I learn new things. Meet new people. Yeah. I walk down the street. I'll see you now, and then it's just like a familiar face. You're. That's pretty much what the Maritimes is all about. Is is 100%. the familiar faces. You know what I mean? Like you walk down the street, and you're not like. Okay, what can happen here? Like, hey, oh, oh shit, look, that was what yeah. him and him and yeah. her and and you know what I mean? Like, that's more or less how I've lived my life here, and I think that's a big thing that we we go after here, and we probably set the tone here for most places. I mean, it's known out here for being the friendliest place, and, and mm-hmm. I find it's very true. Like coming to Halifax or whenever I've got visitors, like my family, when they come to visit me out east, uh, there's it's like there's no way that if I go out for even 10 to 20 minutes anywhere in Halifax, I'm not going to see someone I know. I, I always see someone. It's just a thing. It's like, but in in Toronto, it happens. You see someone at the Eaton Center. You see someone at Yorkdale, Yorkville, whatever it yeah. may be. But here, it's like, no matter where you are, everyone is there because everything is five minutes away. Mm-hmm. So you're always seeing people. It's a friendly place. You're, there's people everywhere. Like, <laughs> I know. I mean, it's, it's unreal. It's crazy. It's crazy. I think that's half of the reward, too. Don't get me wrong. The oh, money's yeah. great, but when someone comes up to you and says, hey, man, I love what you're doing, oh, oh like that's the best feeling in the world. You're mm-hmm. just like, I'm doing something that someone is enjoying. It's an yeah. escape. When people listen to this podcast, I hope that they're sitting at their desk at a job that they hate, and while they're <laughs> listening to this, it's an escape for them. If I can make you escape for Absolutely. an hour out of your day... Uh, that's I'm doing my job. That, that's what I think. If you're having a shit day, and even just for five seconds, you giggled at it, then did you know my job. I mean? Yeah, exactly. Right. That's and a lot of people use it to commute. I mean, everybody knows. Like I know for driving back and forth into the city, and especially you in Toronto, I, everything I always say everything in Toronto is an hour away. You know what I mean? No matter what you're doing. Yeah. So when you're commuting and you're just like, oh my god, you're getting sick of this commute and blah blah blah. Now, like I I, I know just from people I've talked to over the last little bit you drive and listen to this so that's like you said that's the that's the main goal and that's what you shoot for really yeah and like i said it's like i said money's great don't get me wrong but at the same time it's a it's a incredible feeling cool. i was at the lacrosse pod could you listen to that one i did with uh, andre and i listened to them all baby and joe um two here. lacrosse guys grew up with them and uh, i went Beauties. to lacrosse the next day or two days ago and there's a ref that refs the league and he came up to me and he was telling me he was loving the podcast and it was like oh I'm going to, you know, he's not going to give me a penalty this game. That's for sure. <laughs> so, you don't ever get penalties in lacrosse, I don't imagine. Oh, no, I'm a clean, clean player. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't get penalties for kissing people. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Drop something. No, it's the phone. It's the phone. I'm, I'm okay. Um, yeah, I want to talk about, uh, this is really off topic. I, hopefully, go. no. hopefully. I lo- like let's. You. I want to talk about Toronto show. Raptors games let's when talk you go. About it. <laughs> we talked about it briefly. Let's this go this guy it. has uh, really season tickets to uh, the Raptors game really close to the floor. Yeah. So I want to talk about that. How does I don't know how awesome is that and well, how many times pretty, have you seen Drake and if funny. you did, just talk about that. So I guess yeah. I mean, growing up, I was pretty fortunate. My parents love the Raptors. Love it. I mean, next to Toronto's super fan, like. I could totally see my dad just being like one of the top. Like he's every dinner conversation is about the Raptors or the Jays. Like, what about the Leafs, man? To the point where I just shut up at dinner. I just don't even talk. Like I love the Raptors, but it's I can only talk about it so much. Why? So, well, because it, like they just talk about it so much. You know, like they just <laughs> they it's it's their topic of conversation, which I love. It's amazing because. You know, it's it shows that they're passionate yeah. about a culture. Honey, how was work? Well, the ra- I seen a Raptors picture <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> no, like literally. Oh, dude, I get group. I get involved in the group messages still. I get messages from my sister and my dad. Oh my god, two zero so and so, and it's like, 
it's just they're <laughs> it's insanely everywhere. passionate about yeah. the sports, which as a kid, I certainly was as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when I was probably in first grade to maybe eighth or ninth grade, I was probably going to games once or twice every month at least. Do you guys have Leafs tickets too? Uh, for Please a don't portion say yes. Growing up, we had like, we'd share some tickets. It was like we'd share a season's pack with a bunch of family friends or something. Okay. I don't Take, even we'll know cut how it that here. work. But this, yeah, this guy's a huge Leafs fan. So. Oh man, there's there's certainly some seasons around Toronto. There's oh fuck. All I went to if anyone's listening to this ago. and you've got seasons and you've got a few to sell or if you know you can't make it to a game last minute, reach out. Out. We'll we'll do a giveaway. We'll find the buddy. If we'll, there you, you know, go. We'll hook it up. I'll go with you. Yeah. Boom. You got yourself a date. <laughs> um. But You're yeah, it's it's pretty dope. Like, like I said, I'm not I'm not a huge sports guy anymore. Mm-hmm. But I still love going because just like the roaring of the crowds, like everyone, it, it's like you view unity. Like you get to see people coming together. And believing in the same thing, it's like going to a concert and yeah. you see people cheering for their their favorite artist. It's singing like, every lyric exactly, yeah. and just like booing at the same time. Yeah. It's like everyone agrees you made a shitty call. Like, <laughs> I don't need to know sports. To Five thousand family members. Yeah. Well, yeah. one of the craziest fan bases in the NBA, also the NHL. Like when the Raptors when they go to play in like Milwaukee. Yeah, I guarantee there'll be at least a thousand Raptors fans there somehow because they represent Canada, right? There's no yeah. Vancouver Grizzlies; they're all across Canada. Yeah. Same with the Jays. Jays, oh, one of the craziest yeah. fan bases going, and it's just growing and growing. While well, it grew yeah. big over the last couple of years there, but well, the fact that they suck, they're not that good now. I just feel like that year they were really good. I'm pretty sure every girl east of Toronto bought a Blue Jays hat. I wouldn't be surprised. Also, <laughs> yeah, I was one of them. <laughs> I bought a Jays. <laughs> I already another, had a couple. So. Another reason I'm really fascinated by the whole sports industry is with collaborations from people like Drake, mm-hmm. and with him and the Raptors and how they've got the the Drake Night and how he's really pushed forward this movement of kind of collaboration between sports people and music people. Yeah. And, it's and the just, NBA is a great face for that. Well, the entertainment NBA, all like NFL, they're all the people. I think uh, who's that? Is it no, not Ray Sremmerd. Uh It's a band called They. I think they've got placement with. I don't know if it's uh, UFC or NFL or something, but it's like there's so much opportunity. They've got these audiences coming into stadiums. That's mm-hmm. how many thousands of people each night. That you, if you play a new song by a new artist that's never been heard in their life. You know, like yeah. if people like it, if even if a thousand enough, people download it right if then ten and there, people downloaded <laughs> yeah. it, and then those 10 people played it every single day. And those people say one of them's an Uber driver in Toronto. They're picking up 10 people at least every single day. Yeah. That fan base is growing daily. See, that's <laughs> what I like about him. He thinks outside the box. Yeah, he thinks like that. He's like, Oh, if someone's yeah. in an Uber. That's, you know, that's something. See, I, yeah. I don't It's like for me. That's like, I just, that's the, I love thinking about that. That's something. That's the way I that's guess what I, gets you going. So at yeah. what point, I think this will be a good question for you. At what point did you realize, okay, everyone's thinking like this and I'm not. I'm an outside-the-box thinker. This is the route I'm going to take and I'm going to go for it. How old were you, do you think? Well, I mean, honestly, it was really after doing my marketing internship. I mean, I've always known that I've had a musical skill. Growing up, I played piano. I did some Royal Conservatory music stuff. And Mm -hmm. I, I guess I got too consumed by sports Funny enough, I'm not in sports, <laughs> but I used to snow. I still snowboard. I love snowboarding. Um, and it's like I, I really got to the point where I needed to choose. What am I going to do? Am mm-hmm. I going to focus my time again on 
snowboarding or if I wanted to do hockey, I can't go into the city for a hockey match and then go all the way up north. Snow like it's like there's too many decisions to make. It's so funny that thinning, that, you're like, thinning yourself out. Spread, spreading myself. Spreading yourself yeah. out. It's funny that that comes up in this scenario too because any of the athletes that we've done, they always get to a point where they have to choose. Yeah. Which road am I going to take? Like, I remember Alds was on. He was like, okay, I'm really good at baseball and I'm really good at hockey. But now they're starting to mingle and I can't do both. So now you have to choose which one. And I think you obviously knew which one you were actually going to take and that you wanted to take. And that's the road you took. And the other one was just history. Well, yeah. And when, again, it's when people started to really recognize, it's like, wow, I don't know how you thought of that. Or I don't <laughs> know. Like, that's so creative. It's like, well, that didn't really take me anything. <laughs> but if, I, if you want me to keep doing that, then sure, let's let's. Sign but that's the salary. thing that people struggle with. They yeah. think too much. Yeah. What's the overthinking? The fucking what's the thing I did today? That shot. It was yeah. in my bed last night. I got to do something different. What's something quick, simple, but effective? Yeah. Oh, I shoot a ball. I shoot a hockey puck, lacrosse ball, cricket, and pool miss. shot, golf shot. That shot. Yeah. There you go. Simple. You we did the first one today. There's going to be a million more part. coming. You just get. You got to think. People overthink. Yeah. They, People it's, don't know how to start. Like the name, the high button. That's another great example. What the fuck? Did, what does that mean? The high button. I don't know. Let's <laughs> just go with it. Keep going. High, who cares? That's one step. Just go. Yeah. People yeah. will think about a name for a brand for a year, a month, two years. Like it's just who cares? Just go. Do it. If you learn, if like you said before, you're not gonna love everything. You're gonna make a mistake. You're gonna learn from your mistake, mm -hmm. and you're gonna go. But people don't want to make a mistake. Yeah. You just gotta keep going. Well, mistakes are scary. And if you, I yeah. mean, starting a brand, especially, it's like this is something you're really trying to commit all of your time to like mm -hmm. you don't want to choose a name that's really you know you're going to look at every yeah. day when you're plan you're working on this project yeah you want to choose something that you're going to look at and be like wow i put great thought into that yeah, yeah. so i mean i see both sides at the same it's understandable. time there's nothing to say you can't change your brand name down the road or you can't start another brand under that brand if you've already worked on it yeah you know yeah it's like just start make it cool yeah the high button first thing you know not the coolest name but we'll make it different cool. though it's different so you just go with it so you're you say your a buddy of yours originally started Perks, yeah. Or did did you switch the name, or was it always no, that? It's always been Perks. Do you know where he got the idea from? Because I I was always oh, yeah. like I'm kind of intrigued. Like Perks, I kind of get it. Like you get to see what people are offering. That's a perk, I guess. Yeah, well, but like what it is is we provide a platform for people to discover local perks in their city benefits. You know, it's uh, synonym. You know, Perks of Halifax, <laughs> baby. It's so it's if you want perks in your city then come to Perks Halifax. We've got deals, we've got discounts, we've got free stuff, we've got giveaways, we've got bracelets that you can get into the bars on the weekend and you can skip the line and get free cover and free poutine and different food items and stuff like that. And that's just the short version, hey? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> where the... Like, well, we're not going to get into it, but that yeah. is like... Because, you know, awesome. he, he has so much... Uh, promotion you know he has yeah. a lot of ins with so like I don't for, get into it, but. Yeah. for you they'd be like okay like you promote this we'll offer such and such deal if they come in and mention they seen it on this then it goes towards you or whatever kind of thing well it totally depends on the marketing deal like right. there's so many different ways to structure a sponsorship or a partnership so it really comes down to what the goal of that partnership is going to be right um what we guarantee every single time is a certain amount of views a certain amount of impressions um, if someone's right. not happy with their post, then we'll certainly, you know, we'll post it again, mm -hmm. but we really are, it's a small marketing firm and we'll try and handle every single thing that you throw at us. Uh, right. it's just really a matter of, we will tell you what we can do and what other people can do better. Mm -hmm. And it's really just about making sure that the client knows we're there to help them. We're trying to build our business the same way they're trying, we're trying to build theirs. Right. And 
our, our work is a reflection of us. So well, it's, it's like the word partnership, right? Yeah, it's really it's <laughs> we're yeah. there to grow. We're an outlet for people to connect with students and the younger population in Halifax up upwards of I believe our I believe our audience averages between 18 to 28 years old. Something like that. Male like and female? Male and female. I think it's probably 60 to 70 percent female on our Instagram, at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, <laughs> we like to be the source for information. We, I, I mean, another thing, the reason I, another reason I got involved with Perks is because growing up through Facebook, before I was really even on Instagram, before Instagram stories were even a thing. That's mm-hmm. another thing. We started Instagram before stories were even a, like our st- our Perks thing before stories were even. Oh, you guys look okay. a thing. So that's I've huge. Really been able to look at the way that that's helped us grow as well. Um, yeah. Well, that just shows the dedication. You well, stuck yeah. with it. Well, it's You're yeah, sticking with it. Well, it's also adapting to new to new technologies. Right now, IGTV's got something that's just come out. I don't know <laughs> if you've heard about that at all, but we'll talk about it for sure. Oh, that Instagram TV thing. Yeah, it's is that for everyone or is that just for? No, it's for everyone. So we it's can do that. A hundred percent. I was going to recommend we sit and chat about it after because yeah. we can be uploading all the high button content onto the IGTV. It's crazy how daily that shit changes, man. Like yeah. you, you, that's the thing. You can't just be comfortable in one technology area, if that, especially if that's what you're doing. Yeah. Like that's one thing I've noticed over the last little bit. I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. And then next morning when i wake up there's something new and cooler that was and you're like holy shit like you gotta keep up that's what i think exactly that's what i dislike about the education system right now is that it can't keep up i think some don't get me wrong education is important uh the school system is important for some things but when i talk to a lot of people that take business you know they say that these classes are teaching something that maybe is appropriate 20 years ago and not for today like you just said it's changing every single day every single second there's always something that you need to learn and to be adjusting to and these professors in these classrooms to be quite honest don't really know what they're talking about they need guys like you in there to be honest given a social media living course. it you know well, what like it also comes down to the fact that these professors are working with institutions and all these institutions have requirements and mm-hmm. expectations for their their uh what is it their lesson plans and they've got to go through different Synopsis. layers of getting signed off and review and stuff like that. And it's like, what is that? You know, well, that's what's that? That's time. It's that's being outdated. wasted. I think there, I mean, well, that's, that's why we've seen the rise of the online academies and mm-hmm. the online courses and online dating, online, <laughs> everything. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like there, everything needs to continuously adapt to our, like everybody in every business. Need, we all need to continuously adapt to our, surroundings and our surroundings especially within the marketing and the social media and media environment it's changing daily mm-hmm. technological environment generally with crm tools and different ways to make a website different ways to promote video like different ways to book <laughs> clients different it's, it's crazy it's unbelievable what you, can do. you can run your whole business on your phone oh in Literally, your bed you can run a business hand, from your bed don't in you your, know, kind of been doing it kind of yeah in your <laughs> fucking hand you yeah. can sit on the couch and sp- Smoke cigarettes if you want it, and yeah. run your business from your phone. Done. I, it's, <laughs> it's a thing. Could you imagine? I, I could. Yeah. Have you ever That's read the I book? Mean. Have you ever read the book Four Hour Work Week by uh, Timothy Ferris? I've heard of it, but I can't say I've read it. It's a great book. It's about like outsourcing your work. Like you essentially just have a business, so and you outsource your work. So you have a yep. guy that does your accounting. You have someone. Well, essentially, you just have to make enough money to pay all these people. But all you need to do is manage this business four hours out of the week and you can travel around the world, do whatever you want. It is a little bit of a reach, but it's doable. You just need to outsource your work. But that's he's providing the basis for you to look at and be like, okay, he's suggesting this. This is all very wise. Let me build on this and apply it to my own life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's the way. Um, The other thing. Sorry, I know you're looking at this book. 
I was leaving my apartment today and I found this book and I figured since we're talking about entrepreneurial stuff, uh, it's called the little book that beats the market, the little book that beats the market. And I explain it's So it's by a guy named Joel Greenblatt and he's a a very popular, uh, investor. I don't even know how to introduce the guy, but I mean, after going through business school and all kinds of different finance classes and stuff like that, um, another thing I'm going to recommend if you're going through finance, then buy some stocks even if you're buying only 50 to 100 bucks whatever it may be buy some stocks buy even get a practice account and really start applying those formulas that you're learning that's something i wish i had started doing earlier because now i'm finding after reading this book it was recommended to me by an old uh business partner at my uh my accounting firm thing um but yeah his name's dan shout outs i like how it's small <laughs> yeah well, me too it's all of my phone for fuck's sake days to read it's very simple and the reason why i recommend it is because it, he explains it to the reader the way he's explained it to his kids over time investing it's it's about wow so that'll be good that'll be an easy read for me yeah it's well, <laughs> exactly but no um it, it's like he talks about starting i think it's like a bubblegum store or something like that it's like such simple concepts mm-hmm. but then he explains a couple of formulas and ways to evaluate stocks and companies and it's it just all makes sense and so if you're really interested in kind of searching through, you know, tutorials and stuff like that on how to invest and, you know, all these different, there's so much content online. I was recommended this book and I I, I sincerely recommend it to anyone because it's a great, easy read and it's a very interesting take on how to kind of screen for what stocks you might want to invest in for the long term. Are you getting paid to say this? I'm not. (laughs) I'm joking. But no, Joel I will. Greenblatt, hit us up. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> we'll get a few signed copies for the next episode or something. Oh yeah, let's do That'd it. Can, yeah. you, can I? You said it took you two days to read. Straight up, if you'd like to. Yeah, read I was it. gonna say if you don't yeah. mind. Literally, Mark. Blanche, down that'll take formulas. you a month and a half to read, buddy. Yeah, probably with my atten- <laughs> with my attention span. Is there and that and the high button. Is there any pictures in it? Uh, Fill in the blanks. Color books. You know what? No, but the font is big, and I like. Okay, now we're talking. I'm in now. Like chapter five, and you're already almost done the book, so. Okay, that's cool. pretty cool. I hated twelve chapters. Um, do you ever read the book The Wealthy Barber? I have not. Me neither, but I heard good things about it. You know, Seferis actually is the one that recommended your boy. Okay, yeah. Zeus. I said, I said uh, when I was with you the other day, I was like, "Yeah, I'm with Kirsch. What are you doing?" He goes, "Why are you calling him Kirsch? His name's Max." I was like, "Oh, sorry." Like, he introduced himself as Kirsch. He's like, "All right, whatever." But anyways, yeah, yeah another good book that he recommended. Okay, the Wealthy okay. Barber guy. He's he was an elementary school teacher. Or he was a barber, something like that. Anyways, great investment tips. I'm not going to talk so about it because I don't enough. know much about it. But. Fair enough, yeah. But uh, two books we've all got to take a read into. I want to talk to you. What do I want to talk to you about? Oh, yeah. Slots. The music industry. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a bitch from what I hear. It's a tough one. It's a Depends, tough one to crack. It's a, yeah. Um, and when I look at rap, rap is the genre I like. I like other genres as well, but I look at rappers the most. And I see... When I look at a successful rapper these days, I don't just see a rapper. I see another career path. I see a chef like Action Bronson, also a rapper. Do you think that's key in today's market? If you are going to be in the entertainment industry, that you have to diversify and also be something else, especially in the music industry. I don't want to talk about any other industry, just that music industry. I think without diversifying and showing people a little bit more about who you are, you're going to be limiting your brand to just your music. You know, if you're a musician and you love rapping about cars, then why not have videos about you and your favorite cars? And like you should be putting out. Restart the question. So if you are a rapper and you want to diversify, 
actually, no, that's not even the question. Do you think it's necessary to diversify if you want to be a successful music artist? It doesn't even have to be rap, I guess. Well, Just if, you know. If I you... think this is a general business tip because the way I see music and the music business is no different than any other business. Mm. With music, you're marketing music. That is your product. The same way you're going to be marketing your bananas, your, your Power Raids, your Mick Cafe. Yeah. You've got to figure out how to get that music into people's hands, into their uh-huh. phones, into their ears. Uh-huh. And that's kind of, I mean, if you're not collaborating and if you're not diversifying and if you're not partnering up with different different people in the industry, if you're not diversifying and doing different, you're limiting. Uh, you know, like different styles of content, then people are going to get bored. People are going to stop finding you like you need those streams and those audiences to really build your audience when you're doing a collaboration with you know like rappers that Lil Wayne for instance he did a campaign with with Bell now he's got a bunch did of he? yeah i think it was Bell or no it was with Samsung i think okay with the waterproof phone they pour champagne i remember all that over one it. yeah 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 it's like what does Lil Wayne have to do with yeah. phones yeah but it's like now they've got this Connection. rap audience laughing about this new phone cuz you can party with it throw it in your pool whatever <laughs> And they've got all these older people who, you know, they already, they're looking for a new phone and they see this young dude, Lil Wayne, who's, Lil, who's Mr. Wayne, you know, Mr. They Wayne. do a little Google, Mr. Wayne, Samsung. <laughs> it's like, who's Lil Wayne? There's two different little. audiences benefiting off of that one advertisement, you know? Well, that was my exact well, kind of full circle here. That's what I thought about the podcast. When Riley messaged me saying, do you want to do video content? I was like, well, the downloads aren't really here for the podcast where I want them to be. I'm going to have to diversify. Yeah. So that's where the whole, the whole thing came into to play was those street interviews. I was like, all right, well, someone's going to have to see another side of my personality. Because I think it's like, you know, I'm not a split personality kind of guy. But when I'm on here, I'm more, you know, I want to learn. Yeah. And when I'm on the streets, Open I'm trying to be a little bit more funny. Yeah. So <laughs> you got to diversify your personality and your brand. And so far it's working because the downloads have been increasing. Well, yeah, it's also humble brags, knowing your audience. It's mm-hmm. like here, you know that your audience for the podcast, they're they're kind of they're listening more attentively and they're you, you know what they're looking for. So right. you talk and you educate yourself, which is in turn educating them. Whereas, you know, that the people for your videos, your viewers there, yeah. they're looking for funny comedy and for engaging local, you know, content. So it's just yeah, and, and no one wants to be sidebarred downtown for you know, 25 minutes to talk, right? It's quick, yep. funny stuff, but exactly. when you guys kept saying diversifying, diversifying. For some reason, the artist that I thought of about doing that was Taylor Swift. She started out as like pure, pretty much hit country songs, slow, oh, some of them were upbeat, and then she moved into like, like I don't even know what that style was, like pop, well, yeah, I even, guess. Even before that, she, she got her start, I believe, in the churches, if I'm correct. Yeah. She was like a country singer, and she would do like folk songs in the church, and then she Something got the crowd her, changes. Yeah, she started doing the country hits, like, I don't know if anyone will know, I think it's like Our Song and A yeah. Teardrop on My Guitar. Campbell, if you're listening, you know these songs, I know you do. And <laughs> T-Swift, if you're listening, hit us up, we'll get you on the podcast. Um, on my brain. But yeah, so I mean, then she started diversifying and kind of getting more poppy when it came to the Hannah Montana and the Miley Cyrus stuff. Exactly what I thought of, yeah. So she, but I mean, it also goes with her age. She was growing at Mm -hmm. that time, the same way Justin Bieber, he's changed his audience. First, it was kind of teenage girls and, you know, all the teenage boys would be like, I don't like Bieber. Yeah, but now all the teenage boys, there was that time when he was putting out the a few kind of techno-y kind of EDM style tracks. Oh, yeah. R&B, whatever. Um, and then bam Everyone's like You know what Bieber ain't so bad I'm waiting for his next banger You yeah. know He's Drake, Drake now. too 
Drake, 100%. He Drake? was the underground rapper, and he, over time, with tons of mixtapes, tons of collaboration, tons of sponsorship, he's he's the he's killing it. Like He's so fucking smart, dom- too, he's though. He's dominating it. Yeah. He is so smart. Drake, if you're watching this, then you too, bro. It'll I was listening. I listened to, like, <laughs> I think six of his songs on the way in here today, man. And, like, for me, when I'm sitting in my car, my favorite songs of Drake's are when he just, like, not even so much a story. He's just kind of going off, and he's just spitting, and it's heat, and he's rhyming the whole time, but he's kind of telling, like, a little story, but it's not the whole song. That's my favorite Drake song, and it's just fun to fucking sit there and try and rap with him. You just mentioned something, though. So one, uh, you just mentioned so much. It was <laughs> about stories, and it's about sitting there and trying to rap with him. Mm-hmm. Both of those points are also business things. It's like by telling a story, and for, for marketing purposes at least, telling a story is one of the best ways to engage with your audience here we're telling stories about what's happening in the streets of halifax who's here what do they think of this Mm -hmm. that's a story and then you know it's like people can engage to that whether they've been in that place or they've been in that situation it relates to them and it speaks to them Mm -hmm. so then the (laughs) other thing you mentioned there is that you know you you like to just kind of sit and try and do the lyrics in your head so they're it's not like that just happened on you know like by chance it's like that's the way that he's produced his music yeah. for you to be able to do that because it's, it's part of this formula. Like <laughs> musicians are Fucker. producing music <laughs> according to a formula in a way. It's like they, they know the structure of the song. They know when the bass needs to hit. They know Fucking they need a nice. line right before the bass hits. Yeah. They need something funny. They need something. Catchy when to change their voice, that kind of shit, change up the flow. They have to have something that you don't need to understand the words, but you can still sing. I find Quake's really good at that. What we said. You have to Quake's connect really on a deeper level in a yeah. sense. That's yeah. why Quake is killing. Different voice, knows when to change it. All of a sudden, you're rapping with him, and then he switches it up on yeah. you, but it's, and you're like, well, yeah. you, you still feel like it relates to you, and you could you could probably sing it in a couple of tries, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Back to storytelling. I feel, and to switch genres and stand-up comedy, I find the best stand-up comedians are the ones that tell stories. They don't tell jokes. Yeah. They tell funny stories. Experiences and shit like that, but yeah. then you yeah. just kind of make it your own, right? 100%, and it's... No, it's not only stories, but it's asking the audience about their stories and it's engaging the audience, you know, mm-hmm. that's again with business and relating this back to entrepreneurs and stuff like Chris D'Elia, very popular comedian. I've seen him s- countless times live at the comedy store and the laugh factory and he's been running it like a business and I've watched him at the beginning of his career and I've seen him test out his jokes on the smallest of audiences maybe five to ten people yeah but he's looking <laughs> for the reaction yeah he's figuring out what works he's it's market research it's performing for smaller audiences and it's it's hustling and it's literally putting yourself out there mm-hmm. but it's learning from every single time that you do that and i forgot how it even started but it's me too man the, i saw him through vine that's what i found right? out about chris yeah, I actually I got photos from way back. Maybe I'll send them to you. Throw them up there or something. You, you've spent some time in LA, eh? Yeah, I've been there probably five to ten times. My brother, uh, shout out David. What's up, Dave? What's up, Dave? Big dude. Good to see you. He's been down there for years. He went to a school down there for uh, music and sound engineering. Oh yeah. Um, That's he, oh, sorry. Keep going. Yeah, no, he's just been building his network down there. He's been. Uh, he went on a YouTube tour with uh, some awesome Dope. YouTubers way back in the day and. It's really, I mean, he's doing his thing. He's he's a great music producer, and it's just a matter of leveraging the connections he's made and the skills that he's learned through the schools there with yeah. him. I want to do business with my brother, you yeah. know? But it's like, it, I'm going to have to be going down to L.A. more. We, but I need Is to he still him. in L.A.? 
He's still in LA. He's actually coming up to Toronto in the end of August. So Are you going to go meet him? Yes, sir. There you go. Yeah. That's the best thing about LA, man. Monday through Sunday, you can do anything. Like, you want to go see Bill Burr on Wednesday? Go see Bill Burr on Fuck, Wednesday. I love Bill Burr, you can man. do absolutely anything you want to do. I love his rock. Like, you know, like when you're on home and you're looking at all your favorite artists and whatever they do, yeah, you can do that in LA any single day of the week. There's always a performance. <sighs> sounds There's, fucking exhausting. I, I was at the. Um, not the comedy. Yeah, it was at the comedy store, and yeah. it was the the headline was Judd Apatow. So you know, yeah. Judd Apatow was great. Mm-hmm. But who else showed up? Um, who's the guy that just died? Charlie Murphy's brother, or is that was it Charlie Murphy? Charlie Murphy. He died a year ago. That probably that could be. I don't know. Anyway, so some guy still oh, Steve Martin showed up as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Bobby Lee showed up. Oh, every um, time he's he's the he's there. Oh, the amount of times that I've seen him live, bro, it's gotten to the point where I see him. He comes up and he like nuzzles my neck and he's like, say hi to your mom. Yeah, there you go. So funny. Just the weirdest guy, but the funniest guy. Always shows his pubes on stage. <laughs> and the other time. guy that showed up, he's on Joe Rogan's podcast all the time. Um, the guy that's in The Hangover. Um, no, not Galifianakis. Uh, anyway, I forget his fucking name. Anyways, not the, not the point. You can see anyone. Anyone can pop in. And you can network with anyone as well if you have good people skills. All it takes is for you to tell one story or one joke that someone enjoyed, like to tell the next person, then he tells his buddy at a party, and then they all think it's fucking hilarious. So they go tell their parents, and their parents are telling her at work, and then all of a sudden you got 5,000 people from this town going to see their fucking show. Yeah. And you're like, how did this happen? Yeah. And that's just one genre. That's just That's comedy. what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Like you could go play at a bar. It's the same word of mouth, man, is the most powerful thing I think. The oh, storytelling, yeah. you just well, said it. And social <laughs> yeah. media, word yeah. of mouth is social media, getting people to tag people, getting mm-hmm. popping up in other people's streams. But it's you know it's word of mouth, and fuck, there's we've just spoken about so much. It's oh. crazy. The best part about tagging people is like, it's like sometimes you get Snapchats or whatever that you just don't, you're not interested in, but like you have no fucking choice but to receive them unless you turn that app off. It's like if you tag someone on Instagram, you know they're getting it. Whether it or doesn't not you matter, like it, they're aware. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the awareness so, is yeah. there. Have that's, you? Have that's you, so powerful. Have you ever seen the movie Shep Gordon, Supermensch? He's the so he's the manager for Alice Cooper and a bunch of people back okay. in the day. I don't know if you recommended this to me or my old boss recommended this to me, but it's something. That it was I definitely me. Recommended. Okay, there's boom. three things I read. Three movies I recommend to people, and that's okay. one of them. I, I talk about it all, anytime I can bring it up. You, right. I, uh, we'll watch it. You and I. I haven't made it through too many full movies, man. To be honest, with it's not even. It's a movie. It's a documentary. Um, oh, well, I'm in. There. You, a, you should watch it. Tribute. Kirsch, it's uh, <laughs> what'd you say? I was just saying a tribute from six nine to XXX Tentacion. Uh, oh, rest in peace to that guy. Yeah, I think that just came out. Yeah, on sound YouTube. like a great fucking person. <laughs> it's mixed reviews on him. Yeah, model citizen. No matter what, will. I mean, no nobody deserves death. It's true. They were doing their thing, and everyone deserves a second chance. In my opinion, I'm not speaking to what they did. I'm not speaking to what they could do. I'm just speaking to the situation that was tragic. No matter how you cut it. I have I didn't listen to his music until he died. I hate to say that, but Some I did recently listen to his music. Great music. Yeah. Great good songs. It's very talented. You yeah. can't deny that's the truth, you know. I find that's one thing that this whole thing is helping me out with is having more of an open mind for things like that. You got to, man. You, you know got what I mean? To. Like for me, my whole life has been just like you know, sports and partying and shit like that. But now it's like, okay, now I want to learn about this and this and then I, even if I don't want to learn about it and I learn about it, I'm like, Oh shit, that was cool. Yeah. You know it's like, I mean? like this whole thing kinda of blew my mind a little bit, right? You know, I learn things every day because I haven't learned a whole lot up until now. But that's, that's <laughs> the way learning daily. That's, Absolutely, that's what I, fuck with. I never learned anything in school that I'm using now, so I'm learning everything as I go. Google, when you were, <laughs> Google. 
yeah when you were talking <laughs> about at the beginning how like things just like if you're thinking about something and then it'll come to fruition with yeah. f- in front of you the next day that's been happening so much re- like recently it's ridiculous it, it, that i don't even want to talk about that again because it freaks me the fuck out i was on the Straight bus <laughs> okay just before we continue interject if you guys are fascinated by this and if you are fascinated by this as well on the podcast Check out the movie. I know it may be a little slow and boring, but it is very, very interesting. It's called The Secret. Seen um, it. You've seen it? Yeah. Okay, boom. So, yeah. It's right. Well, now i got to find out because it's a secret. But The Secret, it's it's about the law of attraction. attraction it's yeah. about if you think about something and if you think about it enough, Anything. it will happen. You want this high button to be the biggest thing ever. I totally agree with you, and you're finding people that also totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. We want this to be huge. Therefore, if we think this we will achieve this. And mm-hmm. so I think slowly it's already happening. I mean, I, I'm not saying we we are the best and you know, we've yeah. we've killed it, but it's like we've we've made some really remarkable achievements in the week or two that we've really been working together. And mm-hmm. some things we can't even talk about yet that yeah. are going to be even big, like oh, things yeah. that are like, in the back pocket that we're about right. to bring out. Like, but that's a cool that is a cool movie. It's, it's with anything too. It's not with big things. It's like no, uh, it's an example they had was like a parking spot. You're in a packed Costco parking lot on a Saturday. There's no parking. Think about a spot opening up. A spot will open up. And I, I swear to God, I you could call me a positive fucking, thinking, man. I'm t- I, I agree with you 100. It happened. You can call me a fucking nut. I thought of a space opening in front of what's that pizza place there, right next to the Oxford or next to Olin Brewery, Mother's Pizza. Okay. No parking down there. Yeah. So I, I, I pictured someone pulling out. Someone pulled mm-hmm. out. I parked right in. Swear to God, it happened. I believe it was it, incredible. The, the way that the world works is absolutely insane. Like, it it blows my mind because, you know, you're. Here's another thought that kind of relates to this <laughs> also. <laughs> the the other day, I'm sorry. Someone shared this, and it's very true. And it kind of is a bit of a brain, you know, a, a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> the brain literally named itself. It's like explain. Well, yeah, it's like elaborate. The, who named the brain? Who called the brain the brain? Pinky. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who named the brain the brain. But that's the thing. Some guy with a brain, that his brain invented itself. The brain. You know? And it's like... Well, who invented... That's just a word, though. Like, who invented the word cancer? Like, where does... Where do words come the, from? The, word the brain. Uh, it was it, probably it a really, scientist it back in... relative five minutes ago. Now I forgot where that stemmed from, bro. I know it's... I, I, nice. Oh, stem that cell? Stemmed in uh, the brain? Stem. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I'm scientific as shit. That was good. That was good. You should <laughs> you ever, go for your doctorate or something. <laughs> yeah. You ever listen to Eddie Bravo, that guy speak? Name rings a bell, but he's on, he's on Joe Rogan's podcast, too. That's a guy who's... Uh, He's a deep thinker. He, like, you know how people just say, oh, someone will figure, someone figured it out. You know, how far is the distance from here to the moon? Not someone figured it out. That's like people's mindset in the world. Like, no, you figure it out. You find out how, what the distance is from you to the moon. Because if I told you right now the distance to the moon was a million and 45 light years away, you just go, oh, okay. Yeah, you wouldn't, you just be like, oh, that's right. Yeah. No, you figure it out. You look into it. Who, yeah. fig- who named the brain? I don't know. You look, you figure Learned. it out. That's the thing. It's, that's also something- people's mindset. Sorry, another thing that I just thought about while we're talking about entrepreneurs and stuff. It's like get a mentor, someone who will push push you to learn, someone who will not tell you those answers even though you True. you know that they know them. Yeah. Like I've had a few mentors in my time and they they're I consider them f- geniuses. And I will go to them when I know for a fact they know the best way to solve one of my problems and but the they best, don't spoon feed it to you. They don't spoon feed it. They're like they guide your thinking and that's something that I've found extremely valuable. Uh, in learning, it's like they they don't just tell me. I have to figure out exactly why something oh. is the solution, and it's it's crazy. I used to hate that growing up. 
because now you say mentor and then I thought about it I'm like man I'd be like dad why did this happen and he'd be like well and I'm like why didn't you just give me the fucking answer like right. and now you know why and now didn't. I know why I obviously knew why but it's just like something you're not thinking about constantly right like yeah but it's about <laughs> it's about showing someone in a, in a sense in a timeline in a story how things should be and how things should work you know it's like teach someone you do this and it does it causes this then speaking of the mic sorry yeah no yeah no that's end I of get point. It. end of point um all right we're running up on an hour here boys uh shit curse you got to come back the you know that was yeah, the, you, we just absolutely. go you go you go deep right i like talking right. to you me too like um I feel like we're on the fun. same link here yeah it's we're good we're um, on the same it's way. a good vibe it is a great vibe I would never have been able to think like that if I never started smoking dope, though, to be honest with you. Hey, you That's know what? Because I'm just going to give a pro weed shout out. I don't care. No, Go ahead. You, as you more should. elaborate. You know, more deep of a thinker. It helped help me in hockey. You know what I mean? Things slowed down. You're like, ooh, well, what about this, though? What about that? Yeah. Okay. October so, 14th? What? 17th. 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 Like but th- I had to just mention that because I feel like that's why we're able to sit here on the same link, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's. Uh, mm. I mean another thing about pro weed just because we're already talking about it it's mm-hmm. like people have been using it medically and recreationally for so long nothing is about to change it's just going to be very very interesting to see where how, the world goes you know where canada the goes. the world is changing guys. shit on people all you want productive stoners is what it's all about successful stoners all right that's right yeah. everyone listening i appreciate you tuning in thank you very much for the support we have so much um we got a lot of big news coming up. You know, nothing that we can really announce uh, right at this very moment, but we have a lot of things in our back pocket that we are excited to announce to you, not just on the podcast, but uh, video content, uh, clothing, merch, all that good stuff. Stuff, Excuse me. Swag. This is just the beginning, so we appreciate the support. Um, if you could go to all of our social media outlets, Instagram, Twitter, iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, and actually we just found out uh, yesterday... Actually, no, today that we are on Spotify now. So, boom. Appreciate that. Uh, Kirsch, if you want to give a plug to any of your businesses, anything that you're doing. I mean, follow me on Instagram for some daily shenanigans by me, uh, some promo of some stuff that I'm up to. Uh, Follow Perks Halifax if you're ever in the East Coast and you're looking for some fun stuff to do or uh, you got a question about the city, we'd be, we'll be your mobile concierge. Um, what about you guys? Dudes, I just want to give a shout out to everyone who's reached out for the last little bit. Appreciate the feedback. Appreciate you tuning in. means a lot. Hopefully we keep bringing some deadly shit your way. All right, we're out. We love you guys. Peace.